Because as for what's happening on Palm Sunday, Matthew chapter 21, this is in this account, Jesus is entering Jerusalem. And the crowds, amazingly, in a way, they recognize to some degree who Jesus is. As he's coming on that donkey to fulfill that prophecy, prophecy from Zechariah about the coming king. And so entering in is the king. He's coming into his city. And in that context, what do they famously cry out about Jesus? Well, listen to this, Matthew 21, 9. And notice how this relates to the blessed beatitudes. Matthew 21, 9, quote, And the crowds that went before Jesus and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Man, I love that because just think about that then. So we've talked a lot about blessedness in these Beatitudes. We've seen Jesus himself talk a lot about it. And yet, even in this book of Matthew, who is the ultimate blessed one? Or better yet, who is the one who perfectly does not only hunger for righteousness, but fulfills all righteousness? Who is the one who above all was unjustly persecuted for righteousness sake? Of course, Jesus. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And in fact, scholars will even point out that for the majority of these characteristics in the Beatitudes, Matthew in his book is very careful to use these same exact words at some point to describe Jesus. Describe Jesus. And so that's these Beatitudes in Palm Sunday. But then how does that relate to the gospel? To you and me? But we'll think about it. If that's Jesus, if Jesus is the one who alone truly hungers for and fulfills all righteousness and is deservedly blessed, then what's the gospel? What's the good news? Well, it's that the king who alone is deservedly blessed, it's that he apparently does what's needed to be done to get people into his kingdom. And then once they're in his kingdom, he shares his own blessedness with his people. Blessed are these people who are in my kingdom. Blessed are you. And really that is the essence of the gospel. And that's then how these beatitudes relate to Jesus and the gospel. Because one last time, I really do hope that we all now see that these beatitudes are not things we need to now go do good enough to be okay with God. Nor are they mainly commands because they aren't. Instead, they're mainly the king declaring to his people that his people are truly and forever blessed. And so that being the case, the question then is though for each of us, but how is that possible? How can we be blessed like this? I mean, why do we get these promises? Where does our blessedness and approval from God and our happiness come from? And the answer really is Jesus Our blessedness in the kingdom is the king's blessedness shared with us. (laughs) And brothers and sisters, that is the gospel because the gospel is that we cannot earn or merit or deserve our own blessedness. Rather, it's that we, by grace alone, through faith in Jesus alone, because of what Jesus did in his life, death, and resurrection alone, we're blessed in the king himself. And that means, just a couple more minutes we'll done, it means that to really bring this home and to now finally take this one step further, it means, church, that the gospel of Jesus then and Christianity then, just think about it, it isn't that we only trust in Jesus to save us from hell or that we only trust in Jesus to have our sins forgiven or we only trust in Jesus to get entrance into heaven. Now, those are absolutely all true, but man, I hope you know that while those are gospel realities and they are sweet, Christianity is so much more than those things. And even the Beatitudes shows us that. 
Or to say it another way, if you are here and you just kind of tend to think that Christianity is mainly about morality or avoiding hell or just having our sins forgiven, then honestly, you need to know you're missing a lot of it. Because even more so, what is Christianity? Well, above all, Christianity is about us being restored back to a relationship with God, with our Savior and King Jesus, and all that that entails. Which means our faith isn't just about being forgiven and avoiding hell, but it's about really knowing Jesus and therefore being blessed in the only blessed one. Or finally, to use the Beatitudes, our faith, our trust in Jesus is about struggling with righteousness now, yes, but also one day knowing we will be totally satisfied as we live here with Jesus in the new heavens and new earth where righteousness dwells. Our trust in Jesus is about how God will change all of this and how amazingly we will inherit the renewed earth in Christ. Our trust in Jesus is about how we will forever not receive what we deserve from God, but mercy. Our trust in Jesus is about how those of us who mourn now for so many way, in so many ways for so many things, it's about how we will one day be comforted. Our trust in Jesus is about how we're now and we will forever be beloved, dear children of God. And above all, our trust in Jesus is about how one day we will see and live with God. And the point is, brothers and sisters, we get all that. We get true blessedness and happiness only because we're in the blessed one, Jesus. Or to say one last way, church, truly, blessed is he who came in the name of the Lord. And remember, He came for us. Also that in him we can be truly blessed and happy in his kingdom. Now and literally forever.